0: It's actually not taking too long at all for you to get your voice back. You definitely sound a lot better today than you did yesterday.
1: Yeah, yesterday it just sounded like my voice was coming out of like a couple of butt cheeks.
0: (laughs) Now you just sound kind (laughs) of (laughs) husky.
1: I'm feeling pretty husky.
0: (laughs) Well, speaking of trying not to sound bad, we are trying to do a more... Kid friendly episode today. So I figured we can maybe go over some uh, Japanese swear words and insults. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Since, you know, we're going to uh, refrain from using the ones in English. Just, we got minor chilling, you know.
0: Well, I, I want our uh, under-18 listeners and our under-18 uh, interview subject to be able to show this episode to their friends. So, we're going to kind of try to keep it on the uh, PG, PG-13 side, maybe.
1: Yeah, Maybe.
0: Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. So speaking of Japanese swear words and insults, I think the number one term that a lot of people probably already know, especially if you watch a lot of anime, is baka. 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 Oh,
1: and what's the one every time anyone gets beat up or beat down and they're all frustrated, banging their fists on them, they're like, "So."
0: <laughs> yes, yeah, so baka actually means Dummy. Essentially. <laughs> but did you know there is an alternative to baka?
1: Huh. Aho. Aho.
0: Aho. Yes. I thought you would find this interesting because that sounds very similar to a couple of terms in uh, which language it's was Kiowa. it? Kiowa. Kiowa, a couple of terms in Kiowa. If you say it one way, it's like saying hello, right? Yeah.
1: No, no, it's thank you. So if oh, you, say, you. So okay. you say, thank you. So you say, oh, like that, like, oh, that's thank you. If you say, "aho," that's kill him.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so be very careful about how you pronounce this Japanese insult in front of a Kiowa person. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> but the interesting thing that I found, this is from Kotoacademy.com. It says that while the two share the same meaning It is used more in the Kansai region, while Baka is used more in the Kanto region. I can see that. And if you say the term that's not as familiar in that specific region, it's considered even more insulting.
2: Ooh. Yeah,
0: so like if you're in the Kanto region and you say that someone's Aho, then that's like deathly insulting.
1: Ooh. The only Japanese insults, you know, that I like, like growing up, the only Japanese I really learned was either from anime or from punk music or. Uh,
0: oh, that one song! That one oh, song! Oh, kawo
1: arata noishit koi. Yes. <laughs> uh, what
0: does that mean again? It
1: means to wash your face and come back again.
0: Yeah, go wash your face and try again. Yeah. And
1: I remember like the first, because that that's a song by Gauze, you know, from Japan. It's like one of the older, you know, oldest hardcore bands from Japan. and They're yeah. one of my favorite. But I remember the first time I heard that, like outside of, you know, that band was uh, Battle Royale. And I Oh I love that movie. I can't remember the character's name, but uh they had that that one guy was just, you know, harassing her, like, oh, let me hang out with you. Oh, I'm so in love with you. Let's let's fight everybody together. And she goes, You just need to leave me alone. Go wash your face and try again. And, ah. like, and I was like, damn. <laughs> but just hearing, you know, those words, Kaorata didn't know shit koi. I was like, oh damn. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much I just know, like, what they go, so. And then another one where they say, What do they say? Uh, oh, whenever um I think I remember someone explaining this to me that it's calling somebody like you. Yes!
0: But like you go,
1: Timmy. Timmy.
0: Like, Timmy.
1: There's You're a like,
0: couple of different ways to say that, actually. But it's
1: like the meanest way to say you. You know, it's like, Timmy.
0: Yeah, or you could just say, Oh, my.
1: I remember, I think it was uh, someone I went to high school with told me, like, ki-sama or something like that was another one that's kind of along those same lines.
0: Well, a lot of Japanese insults from what I found in my Japanese insult research that I did for, like, 20 minutes on Google (laughs) is uh, just using the incorrect honorifics. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, incorrectly calling someone uh, such and such sama or, you know. Or just
1: omitting the honorific.
0: Exactly. If you were to go up to your teacher in Japan and just be like, hey, what's up, Debbie? Then that would be like a deathly insult. Yeah. No, it's Debbie Sensei.
1: <laughs> and that's that's another thing I just want to make a really brief mention about is that whenever Gagamaru comes this weekend, we have to address him as Gagamaru Zeki. Gagamaru Zeki. Or Gagamaru-san. But yes. Zeki. You know, yes. that's, that's the proper, uh, honorific for sumo wrestlers, okay. especially those who have reached the, uh, status.
0: Yes, I will try to remember that. Dragamoruzeki. I really hope that I don't forget. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, you know, outside of like punk music and, uh, you know, people that I went to high school with, I, uh, Was talking to Brenda Velasco on, like, a couple of different platforms, and she found this account uh, on Instagram called Kubota Music. Hmm. It's like K-U-B-O-T-A music, you know, Kubota Music. And it's this guy, he has, like, you know, guitar lessons, and he's, you know, it's really funny, but he uh, has all of these, like, really weird, goofy, and gross Japanese phrases.
0: Oh, my God, that's, like... That's right up our alley. I have to check this out.
1: So so what are the what are the um the insults? You know, this one's great. He prefaces this by saying, you know, you could use this to knock your hot friends down a peg or two. Then it's like, oh my busaikudana. What does that mean? You're ugly. <gasps> <laughs> well you're not. Uh, <laughs> but that's what it means.
0: Scandalous.
1: <laughs> oh my busaikudana. And then, um, oh gosh, what was the other one that Brenda sent me? It was hilarious. I seriously like, I think I probably like squirted tea out of my nose like, on this <laughs> one. Okay, I'm going to butcher this, but I'm going to try my best. What does that mean? You sound oh,
0: like uh, one of those language learning
1: apps. <laughs> <laughs> When I farted. A bit of poop came out.
0: Ah! <laughs> That's what it's supposed to
1: be. I might have mispronounced it terribly,
0: but I, I tried. Oh, I'm gonna use that one. Super puns,
2: super puns, super puns, super puns.
1: My name is Matt, and I lost my voice screaming over Blast Beats while my band played over the weekend.
0: That was a great show. Anyway, my name is Sabrina, and one time I lost my voice when it got stolen by a sea witch. (laughs) And
2: And this this
1: is Sumo Pugs. A sea witch that sounds suspiciously like divine.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the, you know what? This this is a kid friendly show. We don't need to talk about divine. They'll learn when they're older.
2: <laughs>
0: but yes, Matt had an awesome show this weekend with his band Average Life Expectancy out there in Denton, Texas. It was, it great. was fantastic. There were a lot of other awesome bands that played, like uh, Holy Ghost Tabernacle Choir. The Holy
1: Ghost Tabernacle Choir. Not
0: what it sounds like. Not Let what me it sounds like you. at all. They
1: were like. What you just called it was that power violence, emo violence, or just straight hardcore?
0: It was pretty rad, if you ask yeah, me. I'm just gonna say that it was rad, <laughs> but uh, then there was also guilt guilt, guilt was awesome. Like G-I-L-T. I especially, yes, as in covered in gold. I especially loved how the uh, the singer she had her mic stand just covered in Care Bears, yeah, that was
1: amazing. <laughs> Care Bear mic stand, Care Bear backpack. And she was she was rocking that uh, old school like emo do you know yes. like the scene queen hairdo from like 2004. It was so
0: fantastic. Really brought me back.
1: And what's hilarious is like whenever I was younger, I was like, "Ew, that hair!" And now that I'm all older, it's like you know they really took that whole fashion and just kind of rocked it up to its purest form. And they they really they did it well. And yeah. the, the band themselves is amazing.
0: Oh yeah, like, they Absolutely. were just so
1: like. Awesome live to behold. It was just like, wow.
0: Your band was awesome live too. I mean, I've seen your band live before, but <laughs> it was especially awesome this time, especially with your new material. <laughs> if anybody wants to check out average life expectancy, uh, go find them on Bandcamp. Yes. It's it's on the interbutts. Our, our new
1: stuff is going to be released pretty soon.
0: And speaking of events of the here and now, in just a few days will be the Roller Town Showdown Sumo Tournament. Be- (laughs) That's actually going to be a two-day event. The tournament itself is on the 29th, but the Friday before then, April 28th, to start off the festivities, we are going to have former Komusubi, Gagamaru, himself hosting an exclusive training seminar. That's right. Learn sumo from a supreme Sanyaku sumo Roller Rollertown Beer Works will also be officially releasing their newest sumo-themed beer, and there will also apparently be like a Wagyu food truck. There's going to be
1: a couple of food trucks. There's going to be sushi, too.
0: Yeah, sushi and Wagyu on Friday, I know for sure. And then Saturday, there's going to be like an ice cream truck and pizza and all this stuff. Nice. Speaking of Saturday.
1: April the 29th, Saturday, the official Rollertown Showdown Sumo Tournament at Rollertown Beer Works in Salina, Texas.
0: Salina? Salina.
1: Salina. There's going to be a local radio station out there covering the whole thing. It's Ben and Skin. Yes.
0: Yeah. Skin yeah th- and those skin. guys.
1: Those guys are a big deal in Dallas. You know? mm-hmm. And uh, I actually think they're uh part owners of Rollertown.
0: I believe so. That's my yeah. Heard. Yeah.
1: But they're actually going to be doing some of the color commentating uh, on the live stream, along with uh, I think Jake from GSB is mm-hmm. doing the brackets and
0: Bruce from Touchy. And Eye Bruce Log.
1: from Touch Yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. I love yeah. Bruce. So there is going to be uh, all sorts of beer, sake, food, artwork, taiko drumming, audience participation, and the mother of all after parties. Whoa. <laughs> Beat the FOMO by getting on down to Salina, Texas. Rollertown Beer Works, 412 North Oklahoma Street, Suite 106 in Salina, Texas. It's a little bit north of Prosper, a little bit north of... Plano, Richardson, all that
0: stuff. Yeah, it's about 45 minutes north of here, and we're basically right at the edge of Dallas. Yeah. After that, though, on May 20th is the U.S. Sumo Open in Long Beach, California. We're going to have people coming from all over the world just for this event. It is. It's, is
2: pro- it's huge.
1: Yeah, one of the biggest sumo tournaments in all of the U.S. and has been for a really long time. You get all sorts of folks coming out. People from Poland, people from Norway, people from Mongolia. I think I think Minday is still hanging out in California with uh, Yama. So
0: Yeah, and this is the longest running sumo tournament in the U.S. This will be their 23rd year.
1: June 17th. The second annual Cowboy Cup hosted by none other than Dallas Sumo Club.
0: Dallas Sumo Club's really busted it out with the tournaments this year.
1: It's 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 very exhausting behind the scenes, but it's going to be <laughs> so freaking cool whenever it all rolls out. I am way excited cool about it. Cool
0: as this. in the temperature will be a lot cooler because we won't be <laughs> outside in 107 degrees again.
1: I hope. I hope. So, um, I think this is still, uh, happening as a part of FitCon. And I think FitCon, uh, has said, yes, next year it's going to happen, uh, inside. (laughs) So. Yes,
0: yes. We're not actually too sure on the date. We got some conflicting information, but as of right now, it seems like it's leaning toward June 17th. Saturday, June 17th. All right. Well, we'll definitely be updating that uh, if necessary and bringing you guys more information. We
1: will keep you posted.
0: And then another big one August 5th, the Scottish Sumo Open in Glasgow, hosted by Clan Sumo and the illustrious. Sc- illustrious.
1: Illustrious.
0: The illustrious. Scott Findlay! Get your passports now! Yes, definitely get your passports now, because it takes about 12 weeks to actually get them.
1: Yeah, we have uh, Caitlin from Dallas Sumo Club. One of the Twister sisters will be at the Scottish Sumo Open.
0: I'm so happy for her. I know. Gonna I be. think we're going to be too broke to go.
1: <laughs> I know. It's, it's been a rough year for uh, for the Sumo Punks.
0: It has been a pretty rough year. I got sick again, but I'm back on my meds now. And, you know, the, the sweet, sweet anti-ouch juice is coursing <laughs> through my veins. So things will be looking up here pretty soon. Of course, toward the later part of the year, we have the Consulates Cup in Dripping Springs, Texas. That's going to be on September 2nd, as far as we know. Yeah. And then Sumo Dan's Olympia Sumo Championship in Orlando. Uh, That's going to be, I think, November 3rd and 4th.
1: At the Mr. Olympia Fitness Expo.
0: Yeah. Of course, you can track all of these upcoming sumo events at sumo411.com. Yeah. So, moving right along to the main subject of today's episode, we got to sit down with Kaylin and her son Ben, who is becoming a little bit infamous in the amateur sumo circles <laughs> from Iron Mountain Sumo Club in Elizabethton, Tennessee. Elizabethton, yes. Elizabethton, Tennessee. Yes. Oh my gosh. Kaelin and Ben, they are just the hugest sumo fans you will ever see. They were really big fans of ours, especially when we were like first starting out. They sent us Christmas presents.
1: <laughs> I, I love I loved exchanging Christmas <laughs> gifts with them. That was that was pretty awesome.
0: Yes. I immediately had to go like, oh my gosh, what are we gonna get for them now? <laughs>
1: <laughs> but they are seriously some of the most like awesome, genuine, excited, stoked folks about sumo you will ever meet in your life. It is pretty awesome.
0: And it happened just like a lot of sumo clubs happen in the US. They were such big fans of sumo, they decided to start their own
1: club. Yeah, and this is very much Ben's club. This is Ben's sumo club.
0: Absolutely. No, he gave us the whole spiel about how he came up with the logo and everything. So, <laughs> so we're going to be talking about, uh, specifically, youth sumo, kids in sumo, how to get kids into sumo, uh, how to support kids that are already in sumo, and just the juxtaposition of uh, people under the age of 18 and the sport, of sumo wrestling. Yeah. Art? Is it a sport or an art?
1: It's both. Actually. It's an
0: artsy sport. Yeah, it's, it's a, a very sporty artsy art. Sport. <laughs> <laughs> now, without further ado, here's our interview with Kalen and Ben, Ben and Kalen of Iron Mountain Sumo Club. All right, we are here with One. Ben. And his Hi. mom, Kaylin, uh, Ben and Kaylin Shutko from Iron Mountain Sumo Club. How are you guys doing? Great. Hi. I just
3: got off work <laughs> a couple hours ago, so I'm tired.
2: I and we've been am. traveling all weekend. <laughs> I have tee caps tomorrow. Life's going to suck for the next couple of weeks.
0: Oh, man. That's- that's our version of standardized testing for the elementary schools. Ooh. I figured it was something to do with school. Yeah, if yes. it's some sort of like acronym, it's probably some stupid standardized test that doesn't actually amount to much like measurement of intelligence, but for mm. some reason is very important to <laughs> it because it determines how much money the school gets in grants. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we are here with you guys today because you have had so many exciting things happening lately you have become uh, pretty well known within the US amateur sumo circles just in the past few months or so um, I think there probably isn't anybody in amateur sumo who doesn't know who Ben is you know? <laughs> and Kaylin I know you've talked to just so many people across the US as uh, one of the biggest supporters of amateur sumo in the US I've got to say so I kind of want to know like how all of this started. We're going to get into nationals, We're going to get into the world uh, Sumo championships in Japan in a little while. But I've always been really curious, How does a kid in rural Tennessee decide he wants to be a Sumo wrestler? <laughs> You're you welcome.) <laughs> <laughs> uh, Elizabethton, Tennessee. Was that yep. right? Did I did I yep. do it right this time? Okay. Yes, cool. you
2: did. Good job, all the Elizabeths. <laughs> do you want to So, talk Ben, about how it? old are you? Thirteen.
0: You're thirteen, and when did you start doing sumo?
2: Six months ago. October.
0: And why did you decide that it was sumo that you wanted to start getting into? Mom. <laughs> so, or Kaylin.
3: Uh, you can answer for him. Um, I think because I have the more descriptive answer, I'll take this one. I've been kind of obsessed with Japan since I was like four. Fun yeah, story. It amazing. started with soap. Mm, um, really? Because, yes, my dad was in the service. My stepdad was in the service for 20 years plus, And my mom was in for about 15 before she got injured and had to get medicaled out. So at the time in the Navy, you could do Eastern tours or Western tours. Mm. They both opted for Eastern tours. So... Um, they both did like Japan, Hong Kong, the Philippines, all those places. So all of that stuff decorated our house. They brought back all kinds of stuff. So we lived in California. We lived on treasure Island for a number of years. And then when they both decided to retire, dad's like, I want to go home because he's from here originally Mm -hmm. and packing up and then unpacking everything. He has carved soaps that were kind of like not as detailed geishas so like you've seen the wooden dolls that they have just the barely painted on you can tell what it is but it's like the little dowel wooden dolls so it was basically that carved as soap and i'm like these are really cool we moved when i was four so we were unpacking everything then and i was just like where are these from he's like those are what i got when i was in like osaka or somewhere and so i'm like where the heck is that and that's kind of where it all started and it's been an obsession kind of ever since. So fast forward this. And I tried to get this kid into anime and all of that stuff. And he's just like, that's cool. Go <laughs> on with life. And then I'm busy uh, with Xbox, mom.
2: <laughs> yes. Much. That is life.
3: And then uh, my niece actually ended up. We were watching Hina Marasumo and she's like, I wonder if they do events in the US. And I'm like, I doubt it. And she's like, I found the World Games. Wow. And so we went to Alabama, which luckily enough, my brother and sister in law live in Atlanta. So it's a three hour drive from them to get to Birmingham. So we went and it was this giant spectacle. And I'm like, we have to go to all the events, oh. we have to go to every freaking thing. So absolutely. The next- so the next event after that was the Iron Wave event. Uh, we weren't able to go down to Florida for that. But the event after that was the Viewer City event. And I'm like, ooh, they're going to have a doyo. They're going to have a friggin' doyo. And so I debated for weeks on going because Michigan's a 12-hour drive. Oof. And it was a week before the event. And I was talking to one of the girls at work. And she's like, you know you're going to totally regret it if you don't go. And I'm like yeah but it's a 12 hour drive she's like you'll figure it out and i kid you not i tell katie who is that co-worker to this day that it's all her fault that we're doing this <laughs> and she's like i know i love it it makes me so happy <laughs> um so it was the tuesday before i called my dad because he lives in ohio which is literally it was literally six hours between Mm-mm. so like our midway point. And I was like, hey, are you going to be home this weekend? Yes. So I was like, we're dropping in literally to sleep and then to drive the rest of the way. So we did that 12 hour drive in a weekend. Drove up, spent the night at Dad's on Friday, like woke up at five o'clock in the morning, Saturday morning. Drove wow. the rest of the way. Um, showed up.
0: And I was like, we're here.
2: <laughs> but
0: you can't guess what I did that whole entire drive. What's that? Slept. That's that's oh where boy. that's where oh the boy.
2: start
3: of all of those pictures I have online of these are our traveling Ben's like travel sleep photos have started, <laughs> and I think Matt actually messaged me because um, I I want to say I was like as soon as we started traveling I'm like I'm going to this I'm going to this all over everything. And Matt, I think you actually messaged me and said, hey, are you there yet? And I'm like, yes, see pictures. Right here, right
1: here. I, I do remember. I do remember whenever you responded, it was just like a pan of like the entire like tent area yes. where the Doha was. And I was like,
2: ooh. <laughs> yes.
3: <laughs> and so we're sitting at the event and like Matt just starting and everything. And Ben's just like, well, this is kind of cool. And starts hanging out and then goes and starts talking to people. And then they're like, Quote unquote intermission happens and they ask if people want to do it. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, hey, Ben, hey, Ben. And so his first bout, like ever, is with Darius. Um, I have this really awesome photo of you're probably, I think you're actually in this shirt.
2: I think I am in this shirt. (laughs) And
3: in long pants, and you're, and you like tried to throw him. And I love Darius. He's a sweet Um, And cat.
0: Yes, that's Cyndal. She likes to interrupt literally every interview we do.
3: Cat intermission.
0: Anywho, go ahead. (laughs) Intermission um,
3: fights Darius. Darius, of course, because you have to win your first sumo match. It's like in the rules of the universe. And then he goes again. And then, of course, Darius just picks him up like he's baby. And Uh just drops (laughs) down. And I think you ended up facing Gabe then, too. I think I have one of you and Gabe nice and at that point he's like steps out and he breathes for a minute and then casey who was the gyoji at during the event who um has had some like health issues and stuff so he hasn't been training and um with them Mm -hmm. as much as he'd like to but he was just like oh my gosh you should come and train with us. And I'm like, we're from Tennessee. It's like, oh crap. So that's kind of where it all really started. And I think you've kind of just been stuck on it
0: ever since.
2: I'm Jake's only win, but we're we at three to one right
0: now. Jake from uh, Grand Sumo Breakdown. Yes. yes, Yes. We're at three to one right now. I'm winning. Nice. I, I think I remember seeing the video of you and him going up against each other. Yeah. And yeah, it- the, <laughs> the
1: first one when when he won by suri and you know picked you up, plopped you out.
0: I think that was Jake's first time in the dojo too. It was. Actually. It was. Yeah, I'm it his was. first win. But I've beat him every time
3: since then. That
1: was the that's what you get, Jake.
3: Put on a mawashi. <laughs> was that event?
0: Wow, that's just. F- <laughs> I, damn it oh crap see I said I wouldn't curse you said it three <laughs> times in a row <laughs> I'll, I'll just, just start myself out it's sense. okay
1: yeah we'll, we'll, we'll just bleep it out <laughs>
0: it's so hard go. to do it's the only language I speak I, I only that. know F words Anyway, so basically, you're saying that for Ben, he had to actually experience it for yeah. himself before he realized, oh yeah, this is something I'm actually really into. Yes. Does that sound like a correct assessment, Ben?
2: Yes. Yeah, because <laughs> I, I agree.
0: Tr- I tried
3: to convince him to go to Worlds with us, and he was like, "Mom, I just uh, no, I don't want to go." And
2: <laughs> I don't like I, going places. <laughs> I
3: honestly think if he would have went to Worlds we would be not having this conversation because Worlds is an event. Like yeah. it is it is an event for the world teams to and then the spectators. Mm-hmm. It is not a like get people into the sport kind of situation and drag people on the doyo and like
2: yeah.
3: for a lot of people yes seeing it will like Put something in you and pump up your blood and stuff, but for others, it's you have to experience it and and do it to get into the sport. It's like
2: every other sport I do.
3: Yeah, you have to actually feel it, touch it, taste it to to do yeah. anything with it.
0: But Kaylin, you said that your niece did go with you to Worlds. Yeah. Is that right? Jen. Yeah, she That's was the Jennifer. one that really started getting into it first. I'm sorry, what is your niece's name again? Jen Jennifer. So she's our heavyweight. Right, and I've seen pictures of Jen on your Instagram and various other social media. And we've done
1: commentary when she wrestles.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. So what was it that made you decide, you know what? I think we should start a sumo club right here. On our drive in back from Michigan.
2: I did it, was- it. on
0: our it way back, from, back Michigan. from Michigan. And I did it, it. your idea? I did
1: it. So
3: day two, we had Matt they let him do matches they did like a small team tournament where it was only like two guys instead of three and so him and micah you and poor poor micah (laughs) um, got stuck on my poor poor team totally got clobbered but by jake squared by josh squared the ginger viking that is josh squared
2: um (laughs) josh still today is scared of me
3: there's a couple of Because you have your creepy, grippy toes. So there was (laughs) a match that I really wish that I would have got on camera. And Josh tried to put him out three or four times, but didn't lift and drop him. He kept, like, trying to push him. But this because of how they had the Tawara, they actually had a Tawara, those straw bales and everything. It was out of sandbags, but it was just enough. You could grip it with your toes. And he tried to bend him back, but it was just, like he'd hold on to him. And so it
0: took him two and three times to actually win that fight. Because he was like, I'm done. That's I'm so awesome. done. <laughs> that's, that's a great technique, though. And that's not something that a lot of, especially U.S. amateur wrestlers, get to practice. Because oh, yeah. a lot of us are just working with like a battle rope or, you know, like Dallas has the, uh, the pool noodles and stuff. I
2: still do it on my, I still do it on the pool noodles.
0: Yeah, he does. So you guys we have pool to... noodle go too? Yes, Ooh. we nice. did for a
3: while, and then now we have like, uh, like what are they called? Pipe warmers. I want to call them pipe warmers because they're clear. They're they can go around the pipe, so they're cut down the middle. So we have it strung around battle rope, so that okay. you actually have a like a Tawara that you can set down and it won't necessarily move right away. Cause that's a lot of the issue that we have in the amateur scene is we have all those pool noodles and they're great, but the problem is they move too much. Yeah. Like they're not a stationary thing. So that's like, if you put a little bit of weight on it, then normally it doesn't move as much. It's still gonna move. There's no way to not have it unless you have it strapped down, but it gives it a little bit of extra. So you can do a little bit more of that work
0: nice yeah. i'm gonna have to remember that okay pipe w- pipe warmers around i don't know what they're called but i
3: found them in the like walmart like electrical whatever the hell it's called <laughs> probably need bob to probably need to beat that part sleep. <laughs> anyway so they come in like he has packs to be able to sleep. show this to his friends <laughs> oh that's not they all know me well enough to know that they shouldn't listen oh to okay, oh, okay. Um, <laughs> But like, I don't know what they actually are. Pipe fitting, whatever the fudge. They're really, they're basically made. They're
0: chopped up fancy pool noodles that have like a little bit extra in them. That's what they are.
2: Oh, nice.
0: Gotcha. So when you got back home from Michigan and you decided, all right, we're gonna start. No, it wasn't. Back in
3: here, it was on the road. So we got home. Probably Monday. I think I took Monday off and let you be out of school Monday. Mm -hmm. We got home Monday. And by the time we got home, he had the logo drawn. He had the name picked. He was like, okay, where do we get this? Where do we get Mawashi's? I want my Mawashi to be red. I want to see if any of the neighborhood kids want to do it. I need Jen to do this with me. Like,
2: of course, there was.
3: This whole and I'm just like, who are you and what have you done with my son? Uh, (laughs) Like, I love my child. He's hyperactive and crazy, which means that there's not normally like hyper focus like that. And I was just like, yeah, okay, we found it.
0: So, Ben, have you done any other sports before?
3: Football, basketball.
2: Sumo. Yeah.
3: <laughs> um you did karate for about six months when you were like six. That's about <laughs> it. But you were way too hyperactive for your teachers. They didn't know what to do with you. My teachers
2: hated me. Oh.
0: So you finally formed this club. You know, you got back to Tennessee and you started implementing all these great ideas. When it comes to training though, how did you go about doing that? I know you guys travel a lot to different clubs around that region in the US and train with like the Raijin guys and um, some of the other ones that you've been to visit. I can't remember them all right now. For Our
2: practices time. are normally slower than most people's practices because we come yeah. back from those practices and I start to hurt a lot because of those uh-huh. practices. <laughs>
3: So back it up
2: just a little and bit to help people from our group learn what their group's doing.
3: So what? How we ended up starting doing our training is our timeline kind of lucked out because Nate out of Tennessee Sumo was doing a like I I want to call it an open house, but that's not what it is. Like a seminar. It's an
0: omens. It's an open sumo house. It
3: was. It
2: was open a do-yo. seminar. Open doyo. Close yeah, enough.
3: He did. He did like <laughs> a seminar. Maybe two weeks after we got home, maybe a week after we got home, something like that. So it worked out really well for us because him and Dylan Biggs, who is out of Ohio Sumo, basically helped like run it and so i was like okay we can follow all this stuff and this is what we do in practice so they ran through how practices normally work and then of course i being who i am stalked all the other sumo pages and was like ooh dallas live streams notes notes (laughs) (laughs) um and then a couple of the other groups started live streams, So it's like, okay, these are what these guys are doing. And then watching dark circle every once in a while when I'm able to catch them, cause they'd normally do the weekend streams and it's like, uh, it's Sunday afternoon. I need a nap, oh, but yeah, like whatever I can catch, it. it's like <laughs> all the notes and everything. So that paired with what we could pull from the tenant, like from the Tennessee group is kind of how we started doing our practices. And then I think we were maybe barely a month in and I was like, Raleigh's only four hours away. Uh, uh. <laughs> and I think I messaged the guys and they were all like, yes, bring the child. <laughs>
2: the, the child. Bring the
0: child. Um, and I think I just heard the Mandalorian theme song start playing in the background. Right. <laughs> Pretty much.
3: And so uh, at this point, we probably average a trip up that way about once a month or so just for like extra practice. And they normally do like their open practices on Sundays. We do our practices on Saturdays. So it works out so that even if we've done practice, if like any of our guys kind of feel like they need extra, or want to go, it's just like, okay, we're leaving at this time in the morning, or we're leaving right after practice and doing an overnight or whatever is going on. So
0: this. Gotcha. So it's kind of been a combination of just studying online what the other groups around the country are doing, and then getting out to North Carolina and, you know, whoever else in the general area you can train with when you can. That's yeah. actually, that makes sense, you know, being in the area that you're you're in. I'm sure there's not a lot of people around there who really uh, know the first dang thing about sumo. I mean, yeah.
2: everybody from here just think it's fat people clashing together.
3: In diapers. That's the... That's yeah. a-
2: and diapers. They that in diapers. That guy's in diapers.
0: You no. know diapers. <laughs> <laughs> Are there, like, specific techniques that you guys work on, like...
2: Spinny, circling <laughs> leg picks. <laughs> so, okay. No. The I correct answer of stuff.
3: is no. honestly because we are newer and most of our guys haven't done sumo or a lot of uh, martial arts it's a lot of the basics
2: okay fundamentals
3: yes because you have to have a base before you can build on your base so it's a lot of shikos it's a lot of seryashis it's a lot of butsukari and then it's okay let's do a couple matches where do you think you went wrong? What could you do different? Um, but yeah, it's a lot of working on the fundamentals, especially considering like most of our guys don't have any kind of some of us don't have athletic backgrounds at all. And then some people do not. I didn't say you don't look you at me
2: like that. You don't
0: me funny whenever you said <laughs> it. No, no, it's OK. He said he's done football and basketball and karate and stuff.
2: Yeah, That's I...
3: fine. But I'm we know thinking... what he's all about. <laughs> I'm more thinking of one of our other guys, Josh, love him to death, but he, he is not the most athletic human being, but he's doing just fine. He tries his best, and that's all we can ask for. Oh, yeah. And then I love Jen. She's awesome, but she is also not the most athletic human <laughs> being. <laughs> um, so it's a lot of that. It's You have to have the base before you can start pulling Thank some you. crazy crap. Like yeah. Some of the stuff that some of these guys can do is amazing, but it's
0: really you have to have the funnel vintels down before. I can can do some crazy stuff. (laughs) Oh, we know you can do some crazy stuff, (laughs) even with just basically, you know, working on that foundational uh, approach for right now, at least. It sounds like. You guys have been doing pretty good for yourselves, because at Nationals, you were, I think, the only club that had more than one youth competitor who had uh, qualified for the World Sumo Championships in Japan. So you guys are going to Japan October 7th through 8th for the championships. Yeah. And that was because of how Ben and Josh performed at nationals this year, which was awesome. By the way, we were sitting here in the living room watching the whole live feed. And man,
2: yeah, all (laughs) nine
0: hours,
2: (laughs) all nine hours
1: to
3: everyone's credit. It was nine hours, but we had, I think they ended up with like 75 people show up, if not more. It and was we had more it was, uh, over almost, 300 matches. It was yeah. 300 yeah. Matches we had over 300 matches, which is insane. Yeah. 400
2: matches that day.
3: Um and then we had I think somebody said we had the highest youth turnout that we've had in like 10 years.
2: Ooh, awesome. awesome. Right?
3: And usually we'll, like, from my understanding, at least from prior years, and if you've gone back and looked at any of the records and stuff, we'll have, like, one or two people show up. We Mm -hmm. had Josh and Ben. Harry was there. Damien from Salt City Sumo. Mm
2: -hmm. What up,
3: George? (laughs) Um, And Josh, Clemens' daughter. I am so sorry. I cannot remember what her first name is. Do you remember what her name is? Mm -hmm. Ray? I think her name was Ray. I think it was um and, that sounds familiar yeah yeah i want to say it was re and then uh zariah out of Shogeki, and she is a beast and i need her to come to all the oh, yeah. events that they have girl stuff because she will throw some mm, she's amazing i remember she she she's very impressive and she very very much like figured out really quickly how to use that to her advantage.
0: Yeah, and <laughs> she's she's one of the ones that's going to be going out to Japan as well, yep. uh, along with and she's from Shogeki, right? I yep. believe she's from Shogeki in Houston. Uh, Perry from Mighty Eagle Sumo Club uh, in San Antonio. Also qualified for Worlds in Japan, uh, yeah. Damien from Salt City Sumo Club in Salt Lake City, and then like we said, Ben and mm-hmm. Josh, and of course we're going to be posting links to all of these awesome youth competitors uh, fundraising GoFundMe stuff in the description for this episode. But um, I'm kind of curious, though. Are there any specific sumo wrestlers? And this is for you Orbin. Any specific wrestlers, either pro or amateur, that you look up to? Or that...
2: Ura and Edo. Ura and Edo Bar.
3: Ura and Edo Bar. Oh, Ura! Uh Ura, he loves Ura. Um, And and then then, Edo from, from Raijin. Um, And then I... You have a Toby towel up on your wall, so you kinda <laughs> have to say Toby.
0: Toby, sorry? <laughs> you. Yeah. <'Cause> your supremacy.
3: <laughs> <laughs> he is not the tallest man in the world. He is not. But yeah, so so I hardcore started watching like Pro Sumo in the last year and a half. Randomly watched it throughout most of my life when you can find it because of the era that we were yeah. in. But like when I'd watch Bo shows, he'd just come in and be like, okay, who are those two dudes? And it's just like, it's this person and this person. He's like, oh, well, that's interesting. And then goes on with his day. <laughs> and he's just like, okay, what are their names? I'm like, oh, this is Toby. Toby Zara. he's the flying monkey. He's like, that's me. Because when he was little, he was always a monkey. We always call him monkeys.
2: <laughs>
3: Toby's his dude. Um, and then Ura just because he's Kirby, like he is a bouncy, i have his like, magical. Yes, you have his mawashi <laughs> because the red did not turn out the way we had hoped, but it, hey, it worked.
2: It does, um,
3: it looks good if you look at it on camera, yeah. it looks amazing, right? it, does. it does. Um, and oh, then you're more the pink nice Well, And then the nice part is like all of my guys, we've dyed all of their Mawashis. So it's very easy to pinpoint my kids, all of my children's. Because that's I love my, I love my niece. I, she may be 20, but when we go to events, she is that I am the sumo mom and must find all my children. So that's no. just how <laughs>
1: she She's a sumo children. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She could be 20 all she wants. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> They're all my sumo children, and so I have to find them. So that's the easiest way to do it, because most, most events, the Mawashis are either black or that really ugly white tanny color. That <laughs> <are not laughs> in. Um, but, so I'm just like, yep, yeah, there's one, there's the other, and there's the other. So yeah, it's pretty easy to find them. That's the nice part.
0: No, that's that's super smart. And you hit the nail on the head because you really are the sumo mom. You're the mom of sumo. Like, <laughs> when I think of the juxtaposition the medic. of sumo wrestling and motherhood, I think <laughs> Kaylin, also known online as Zombie Mommy, which is what we just called you for the longest yeah. time. <laughs> I faced his
2: back at the Met. Yeah, oh, I, he did. Medic. Ben, like, I, I remember
0: i remember yeah
1: yeah you're the you're, ben you're like seriously half the reason i did like anywhere near as good as i did at the med because i had like that muscle massage i was like all right all right then i got up and i was like ready to go again i, I would have been demolished otherwise so yeah ben you saved my record
3: so i want to be the funny. sumo
0: necromancer can i do that can i just do be
3: it. <laughs> do it if zombie we're like
0: taking our classes here okay anyway go ahead
3: so actually zombie mommy's been my gamer tag since i was like 16. Because oh, wow. out of all out of all my friend groups, I was always the mother person. A mom friend. I behaved and like, I did not do drugs. I could not drink. All of that stuff had way adverse effects. So I was the DD. I was like, oh, we burn. <laughs> that was me through the whole of my life. So I've always <laughs> been everybody's mom. It's just a thing. But so back to pro sumo. <laughs> so. We'll circle back so like for me these are my towels i have a midori fuji towel and an enho N-O towel oh <gasps> awesome um, because short boy supremacy like i exactly love, i love the big guys they are really awesome to watch but give me a tactician any day like i want to see some crazy i want to see some craziness yeah i don't care if they lose as long as i see some really good really good stuff going on like what i do all the time yes like what you do all the time
0: <laughs> so i'm curious the last basho in uh in march
3: oh, we are so not gonna talk mom, about mom are God. you expecting
0: midori oh. fuji to win
2: <laughs> oh
3: my gosh okay so i'm gonna blame i'm totally gonna blame like justin because I warned him not to jinx it on the Breakfast Simbasho. Like, he did.
1: Four times. And he, no. <laughs> he just kept doing it. He just kept jinxing. I was like, damn it. Because I was. I, was
2: with <laughs> your face. I, I, do, I do
1: Breakfast in show. It's like about an hour after he finishes yeah. streaming, is when I get to watch, like, at work. That's one of the only things I could get at work, you know, right. with sumo related. So I watched him, like, stop jinxing it?
3: <laughs> I love when he does it because if it's during the week because the time difference, I've already been at work for an hour. So it's just that okay, lucky. (laughs) Right. And so normally by then I've cleared out all the craziness I have to do for the morning so I can just sit and hang out for a little while and then it's okay I gotta get back to work but <laughs> but yeah so I do love that that's starting to grow a little bit more because when Justin started doing it I felt like I was the only person in the actual
0: stream so we'd sit there and
2: talk
0: <laughs> and like, oh, we need more people see this um, is what I'm saying this is what I'm saying everybody knows you because somehow you are everywhere all at once <laughs>
3: <laughs> it is very much a okay. Now that this hoodlum has decided this is his thing, now it's like let's go. Yeah, because this is like I've been waiting. Heck yeah, waiting. I've been waiting. <laughs> oh,
0: I've been
2: waiting. <laughs>
3: so, <laughs> well, speaking, my mom loves the year that I got into it. Yes, perfect timing.
0: So, because speak
2: of her obsession with Tokyo.
0: Did you have some hot takes about Pro Sumo? <sighs> Okay. so i listened to How that uh
3: the interview that you guys did with uh noah noah Tali. yes oh my gosh I that felt was a so fun one that va- i felt so much <laughs> validation in that like interview because it's not that i don't like hakuho or any of that but i do think um and he has gone on record before and said it that he got really lucky of the timing of his rise because Asashoria was retiring. There wasn't the like intense insanity that the, probably within the 10 years prior that was going on. Right. So, right. It, he has gone on record before and said he was very lucky for his timing. So I get that everybody's like, he's the goat and all of that stuff. And on record that it like, if you strictly look at numbers, I can agree. Mm-hmm. But I also, I want to say at some point I was watching an interview with Konishiki and he was talking about like, if it was 10 years before, he doesn't think he would have anywhere near the record that he did have just because of who was in the top and how, oh, got so much validation. And,
2: <laughs> Wait, Konishiki
3: was saying that? I want to say I was watching an interview with him and he and people were asking if Hakuho was in the same time frame as the hawaiians would he have had the success as much success as he as he did uh, during the timing that he did there was a lot of "Eh, probably not (laughs) which which considering um i was actually listening because when we go on these road trips i go back and listen to um all the podcasts so I'm going back through Sumo Kaboom's collection and I literally just finished Kanishki's um, interview and um, I love him he's so adorable I think Uh, he calls them his sumo sisters
2: (laughs) something like that
3: I love it it's awesome Um, but when the really when the major surge of foreigners were starting to come into Sumo there was like an excessive shift in how wrestling really was done. Yeah. And so I think he, I really think Hako was at the end of that surge in the change versus being at the beginning of it where it was such like a powerhouse, like change in strategies and shifts. It is here, here nor there, but Cherno Fuji will always be my favorite no matter what the wolf is <laughs> like. Uh, not only because he is such a powerhouse, like that man molded his body. I'm trying to, to mold my body like this, like molded, and you can see all that hard work, and it's oh. I'm
0: trying so to- Ben, you want to grow up to be Chino Fuji? Yeah.
3: I already yeah. told him that's, that's what he needs to start doing is watching all of his matches. Like go back. I agree. All- I'm there with my traps. Yep, you and your funky muscley legs. <laughs> At 13, I have never seen a child that is like as creepily muscly as you are.
0: So... <laughs> I wouldn't want to get in the doyo with Ben. I can tell you that right now.
3: Damn, okay, holy cow. Damn. Um, so I have I put them online this morning, like some of practice from yesterday when we were in North Carolina, and you like his back muscles are just starting to get like super defined. Ooh. And like even when like he gets thrown out you can see all those and i'm just like you're my son this is getting a little weird <laughs> <laughs> it's just a little creepy because you're my kid and you're just so extra extra muscly and i am so not i look
2: so much bigger on camera <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're turning into Bucky. <laughs>
0: yeah. so bad so bad but Yeah. So, what can you tell other parents who might want to get their kids into sumo? Just freaking let them do it. Yeah, I'm I'm in
3: just a ring. Do it. Okay. So everybody's like, I get a lot of praise for just taking him to things, and oh my gosh, really, kid.
2: <laughs> <All right. laughs>
3: You may need to edit that part. I didn't, <laughs> see, didn't see it. Uh, you didn't see it. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't hear it. That's oh. <laughs> um, I farted. <laughs> <laughs>
2: need
3: to crack a window. Anyway, um,
0: it's okay. Kids? We've been sitting here farting on each other this whole time.
3: <laughs> anyway, so, um, as a parent, um, Honestly, I know some people are really hesitant because of like the concussion issues and the like medical stuff. Who cares? No. Get your kid into sumo. (laughs) Anyway, that's how come I'm the person that has the medical kit in their back. So if you're super worried about it, then carry the medical kit. When we were down for the teen tournament in Nashville, Jake was sitting there being the worry ward about oh, do we have first aid kit and all this stuff? And I'm like, Jake, I got you. I, my bed. I got you. Um, when we were in uh Texas for the Met, it was the same thing. I um my carry my personal item, my carry-on was my Totoro bag and I carry
0: like aspirin and bandages and all
3: aspirin yeah. and all, all of that stuff's in
0: there. you think about it too like every school has a football program um you know they have a lot of basketball baseball stuff like that in wrestling yes you can get injured doing any of these other sports it's just sumo is not as popular in the u.s right now well is there any specific way that you think people can support uh kids and their parents um who have kids who want to start getting into sumo
3: so really it is unless there is a club close to you number one you're gonna have to travel or just try to to do it yourself do your own that's what we ended up doing um and it is a lot of diy it is a lot of you have to want to do it Mm -hmm. um if you don't have like a passion for it that it's gonna go sideways really really quickly I do think very much that if you have a club in your area, say within a two hour radius, just take them to an event, take them to an event. And if the club is worth their salt at all, they will do what they can for the kids that show up. Really. They will. Um, We went, we did two road trips this weekend and in was, a we were in, died. <laughs> <laughs> we were in Nashville on Saturday and then North Carolina on Sunday um dang yeah, it it's what you do uh so uh we went to Nashville this weekend to help Nate because he was doing his first demo and one of the things that I really wish we could have done and I don't think we did a bad job at it it was try to engage the kids We'd sit there and talk to them, but they'd all be like, I don't want to get in there. Those guys are big and scary. And I'm like, Ben's not that scary, and then he'd like make mean faces at them. And
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Um, but we had a couple we had a couple of like guys jump in that was that was really cool, but the kids get more interested. Uh and so you have to pull on that. You have to engage in that or else yeah. they're going to be like well, that was interesting Ta-da-da-da-da. and go on with their day um if they seem interested you need to talk to them you need to see mm. if they're from the area if they're not from the area can you pinpoint so i got you guys some promo because a couple people said they were there from texas and they kept saying where they were from i was like there's a club there there's a club there awesome. <laughs> <laughs> we we're saying yeah we're from this part of texas i'm like there's a club there um so It was really interesting. So you have to engage and, like, yes, you need to talk to the adults, but we have a lot of adults. Yeah, Yeah, We need to try to pull... Honestly, his age is kind of perfect because it's at the age where you're already in a slightly more developed stage anyway. I would love it if we had, like, the eight and nine-year-olds and started, like, a league of, like, itty-bitty, like... Must
2: yeah, have been they it. they do
0: have some on the West Coast. I have seen I them, know, and they are adorable. Yeah, but we
3: don't have them anywhere else, and they're like so like I. That's one of my favorites to watch for like the Europeans is like the under ten. Yeah, because they are just mean and it's <laughs> <all the>
2: European. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: Anyway,
0: but I see what you're saying, though. It's it's just uh, getting over that that hump of, you know, I'm watching this, but can I do it as well? And helping them feel like, yes, it is something you can do.
3: Right. The issue a lot of times that we have is unless I can see it, I can't do it. So you have to get your you have to get your one buy in. Mm-hmm. And then once you have your first buy-in, then it's much easier to get your second and your third and like
0: have this
2: exactly. in the trove
3: of children.
0: Um, <laughs> yes. The army of youth.
3: Yes. So <laughs> for us, once we started doing it, now we started in my in our backyard behind our apartment building. Um And the neighbor kids just came over and were like, what the heck are you doing? We're doing sumo. We're beating the crap
2: out of each other. We're
3: beating the crap out of each other. And so they would, uh, we had two or three of them who would end up coming over and hanging out and, and Like doing some of the basics with us, but their parents separated, so it's like one weekend here, one weekend like so. There's not on a consistent basis, but they'll still come over and be crap out of everybody because it's pretty fun. (laughs) But that's what you have to have is your you have to have the initial person, which is this crazy hoodlum. What Um, I didn't didn't do it. You
2: existed.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Um, But you have to have your first like buy in person, and normally at least in the communities that we have, usually it's somebody's kid um, yeah. that it's just what it ends up being as it ends up being somebody's kid. Well, if you can have that, honestly, we need some sumo birthday parties because then we could like,
0: <gasps> that would be party.
3: fantastic. So you have your kid and you just don't tell them what the party theme is and just tell them to wear shorts and, and <laughs> like, the compression shirt and they just show up. And so then you get all your kids' friends to just try it, and then if they like it, they like it, and if they don't, hey, no skin off our teeth. You can watch the other kids
0: be like <laughs> that. <laughs> is a <laughs> clever idea.
3: <laughs> I love it. Um, the issue that we have a lot with our area is that is the thought process of that's just weird. But of course, we live in ho oh, nowhere, so yeah. In-
2: I mean, even
1: um, living in a big city, sometimes you still run into that. You yeah.
3: Know. Right. Well, and the other side of it is you guys have, like, Texas has an Asian population, an Asian community. Uh, we don't. Uh, we have our Asian Fair population. Fair point. Uh, our Asian population is um, sailors who come back with their Filipino wives, and that's our Asian population. Ooh, Yeah. <laughs> so i the so justin throws out the idea a lot of you need to get connected with the asian population in your area which would be perfect if there was one (laughs) yeah (laughs) we have a lot of nerves um which is a little helpful so we have a, a few comic cons around and stuff and so i'm gonna try to see um in the next year probably not this year just because we have so much on the calendar and i oh, yeah. we have a, we have a lot on the calendar in the next couple of months um with uh tokyo prep uh but probably next year depending on what the calendar looks like we'll probably try to hit up at least a few people and be like hey you want to have sumo people it'll be phone. <laughs>
1: It is really fun. I, we, when Dallas did a, a one of those, a, what was it? An anime Dallas. That I was,
3: saw. I saw your thing. Remember, you sent me your presentation. It was awesome. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> I remember. Thank you for that. You're welcome. But, but yeah. um, we did like a little thing, like a kind of demonstration, kind of thing before, yeah. like I did my panel. But that demonstration was
2: great.
1: Like yes. I saw. What I was saw this? bits
3: and pieces. It looked awesome.
1: It was, was just was so cool awesome. watching Chad New from uh, Dark Circle like fight Vegeta. <laughs> 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 it
0: was so magical. I keep telling people the the American weeb is an untapped market for sumo. It really <laughs> is, especially considering like if you are trying to build your club
3: up more for like your numbers really doing the conventions even if it's comic book convention like any of the conventions right. would be awesome because that's like your prime target people is a lot of times you want them to have some kind of martial art background sometimes not always yeah but you want them Maybe. to have somewhat of an understanding of kind they don't always have to, but you want them to have some kind of understanding and respect for the culture because right. you, you are a visitor in that culture.
2: Yes. You, are,
3: yes. you don't own it. It is Oop. not yours. Nope. It is thousands of years of tradition and you have to respect that tradition.
1: And you are a and guest you, in that tradition. Yes,
3: you are. And if you don't, I, I hate to say it, I as a person, I'm kind of writing you off. I love Kyle, yeah. and I love that Kyle sees it a lot more for the athletic side of it, but he doesn't scuff what it is. And I know people, some athletes, some people as athletes do that, and it's like, but there's so much history. There's so, like, if you deep dive at all, there is so much history. Yeah, yeah it's just it connects so much of japanese culture and we love you. unless you dig into sumo you don't see any of that from the outside of it true right
0: right Very and true. understanding some of that that culture and that history can even make you better at sumo right you know so how would you suggest people support some of these kids that are already doing sumo that have already taken that go leap into art. the dojo to become great sumo tori? Well,
3: I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go the really easiest way first, which is go donate to all the GoFundmes and yes, yes, like yes, 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 help yes. us flip and get to Japan. Yeah. Um, number two, go to the events. Literally just go be a fan of the people. Yeah. Like, so at the Met, there was a guy, and I wanna say it was his wife, who had like his face on the lo- like the little fan paddles. I don't know if you guys remember seeing him. Before oh yeah.
2: But, I hey, do remember, so I remember that guy.
3: Like, we could make some cool ones of those for the kids. So like if you're a fan in the stands, like that's that a fantastic idea. Awesome right and then when the kids are like when the matches are going on and stuff and of course all of those are live stream now you just be like in the corner with them and trying to like camera and be like
0: just be everybody's fan it would be super cool that would be awesome oh hell but, yeah dude i think more people should be bringing signs to like the local sumo tournaments anyway like yes. they do in japan you know people we will have like their made signs sections yes, yes. yes. I'm going to start doing that. I need some poster board.
2: <laughs> right?
3: So when we were at, at nationals, um, I don't know why, but like there were people in, in the stands, but no one would hoop and holler and all of that craziness. So everybody who knows me, if you listen to the majority of the live streams where we've been at events, the one yelling is me. Um, I, the one that you can hear very distinctly is almost always me. So I'm everybody's cheering section. So we need to have, like, ev- like everybody have their own, like, little random cheering sections. That would be fantastic.
2: Oh, hell yeah. Oh,
3: yes. So it's like, yes, you need to go donate and all that stuff, but really attend events. Um, and then make sure the kids, like, part of it is one of the most exciting parts of it. By, like, just being a fan in the stands, like, yelling and hooping and hollering and all of that stuff. Because that's the only way, really, unless you are a kid wanting to do it or you are the parent of a kid wanting to do it or an uncle or an aunt or guardian or
0: whoever the heck it you really are. boosts your confidence, you know, to hear yes. people like cheering for you. Yes. So especially for these kids that are just trying it for the first time, I can imagine exactly. how that would really help out. Exactly.
3: So it's it's a lot of you one even if they don't have the confidence to do it it's if you hear people go you can do it you're awesome in the background <laughs> like that's gonna boost so much and just be it just like, really
1: really helps
2: right? yeah. it
3: does it's super awesome um because <laughs> sharky Marky out
2: marky of... marky yeah marky <laughs>
3: so um mark jones is
0: now officially sharky
2: Marquee. hey get this it year.
0: right it's mark johona has
3: not... johona sorry <laughs> Uh, Mark Jones out of uh, Gorilla Sumo Bay now <clears throat> is Sharky Marky because well, he was walking around Nationals with a towel that his kids gave him. It's a dolphin. It's a shark. It's a shark. It he thought it shark.
2: was a dolphin.
3: It's a shark. So that's what he was saying whenever he was doing his matches because Ben's his coach. Ben's been his coach since we went down to the Ronin event. Um, And he's just like, I could hear him yelling at me in the background. So I knew I had to do good. So it's still like. Hell yeah. (laughs) Even the older dudes that like you have, we have to have butts in the stands. You have to have something. It is a completely different feel when you have an engaged audience versus either a not engaged audience or like no audience. Yeah. It is a completely different feeling. And so butts sauce is like
0: number one really yes.
3: sumo in general but especially for these kids.
0: Yes. But you know you're, you're hearing this from the number one US sumo fan. So what? this is this is good <laughs> advice you want to support sumo. Yes, Sumo Mom, sumo mom the number one sumo mom, number one sumo fan, <laughs> number one <laughs> sumo er. <laughs> well, that actually brings me to um one of our last questions here, Kaylin. When are we going to see you in a mawashi? Uh, never. Probably never. I have
3: uh, a a few people know this, I have nerve damage in my back. Uh, am so um I think you mentioned that when we were in San Antonio actually. Yeah. So I've had covid twice. The first time I had covid, um I was in the hospital for about a week. Mm. Um the <sighs> it was really disgustingly full. I literally laid in a closet for about a day. Mm. Um right? It was awful. So when they finally got us or uh, got me in a bed, um I literally I think it was like day 3 I was adjusting my hips because they were in so much pain. And I had a shot of pain from about my hip to my kneecap. That was in October of 2020. And I still have residual pain. Oh, wow.
2: Uh, Damn. Yeah.
3: So we were in...
0: Ben, you're a carrier, we know. Anyway... (laughs) um all these kids are little typhoid marys but yeah Yeah. i've heard before that covid can cause nerve damage so i'm wondering if that had something to do with it it is um and so the issue is um so i was showing
3: crystal who's one of the uh one of the people who's working with the Rygen guys now they have a girl starting
2: well I nice sweet <laughs> sweet
3: um i was showing her how to like do she goes properly because she was driving me crazy because she was hurt home.
2: herself and so i got about
3: i got about 10 done and then my legs started to vibrate so i'm oh, like yeah no. i have to stop time so, to sit
2: down <laughs> yeah
3: well i i need to just not move for a minute <laughs> laying down works better sitting sometimes hurts so when we go on these drives right these really long drives i have like um extra awesome like lotiony stuff that goes on my back so I can keep going but yeah it's it gets really really bad sometimes and so I where you don't know day to day it's not feasible I can coach all day long because I can sit, and I can, like, I'll
0: show you once, and then if it hurts, I will sit down. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, no. And then Ben will show you what to do. I completely get it. Girl, you and I are living in downtown chronic pain because I've been off my meds for the past couple of of months. You might know some of the stuff I've been going through medically and, like...
2: This 25. week. This is
0: the week. I am going to start taking my shots again, my anti-ouch juice, and things will get so much better. But, you know, that was a big thing for me, too, is because I had just started kind of getting into it myself. I put on the mawashi a few times, and then my body just completely started falling apart. But hopefully soon I'll be able to kind of, you know, if not do bouts that at least do some of the exercises, the Shiko, the Suriyashi, and whatnot. So I really hope that, um, you you know, that that you can start healing better, too. And it's up to you if you actually want to start doing sumo, but at least start feeling better, you know? Because I know what that's like. I think for me... um,
3: I am fine with being everybody's cheerleader. I am good with being everybody's extra parent,
0: and you're great uh, at it.
3: <laughs> yes, I am super good at like if if shit's hitting the fan, what do we need to do? Like, the, go to mall. Everybody yeah. needs the behind the, the scenes volunteer people, and I am perfectly fine being that human being. Like that, that is so my jam all day long. So I'm okay with doing that Um, if I ever get in the ring probably not just because it's it's been two years now and it's still not. It's not as disgustingly painful but it's still some days like I just need to lay down so that yeah
0: that's where I'm at. All right. Well Ben, Kaylin, Thank you so much for joining us today. If people wanted to find you online where could they find you. Uh, we're on instagram and facebook at iron mountain
3: sumo club um if you want to donate we have a kofi Pate, coffee however the heck you and i oh, yeah. <laughs> <coffee, coffee, laughs>
2: whatever <Ko-fi. laughs> we
3: have one of those that's just a general um donate which is iron mountain sumo and then we have a GoFundMe set up for ben and for josh together and that's going to be help iron mountain get to japan um and then if you want merch, we have a red bubble shop which is Iron Mountain SC.
2: Nice. So,
3: yeah. Awesome. awesome. I think that's about it.
0: Matt, next oh. time I see you, we we need to put Moashis on. I need a bow with Matt. Okay. Ooh. <laughs>
2: okay. So the plan I'll fight is
0: that
3: um, we try to make it down for roller town um we have accommodations now i have to buy a ticket like i'm gonna double check tomorrow how much airline tickets are we're probably gonna buy the cheapest damn seats um and try to make it down to roller town oh,
0: are you yeah! going to are you going to make it down for gaga maru and there his training seminar a <laughs>
3: 5:00 flight from atlanta 5 a 5 a.m flight oh. from atlanta that should get there at like 6 30 so it's going to be a long day for
2: yeah, my ben. But it'll be <laughs> worth
3: it.
0: Again, Ben, Kalen, thank you so much for joining us today. And we really can't wait to see you guys in Rollertown and at all these other Hell tournaments. And especially in Japan in October.
1: Hell yeah.
0: It's going to be epic. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that kid sure does have a lot of energy, doesn't he? <laughs> he
2: does.
1: <laughs> and he's going to be expending a whole hell of a lot of that energy at Rollertown.
0: Yes, the Rollertown Showdown Tournament in Salina? Salina? Salina. Salina. In Salina, Texas. That's gonna be this Friday and Saturday. The actual tournament itself, of course, is on Saturday, but if you want to get some like private lessons from Gaga Maru himself, yeah. show up on Friday! Yeah,
1: Friday... Morning at 10, I believe, is whenever the, the Gaga Maru seminar starts. It's either 9.30 yep. or 10. Yep, yep. And then on Saturday, the actual competition begins at 11 a.m. Central Time, and you could catch that on the Dallas Sumo Club uh, YouTube channel.
0: Yes, and not only that, but there's going to be tons of great food, other great entertainment. Apparently, there's going to be all kinds of fancy artworks and stuff. Oh, taiko drumming. Taiko drumming, yes. There's
1: also going to be uh, Dallas Sumo Club is being part of a beer release.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. Apparently it features yuzu as an ingredient. Yeah. Chikara biru. Yeah.
1: That's going to be pretty awesome for, for those who imbibe.
0: And I will be running around doing little behind-the-scenes interviews and uh, getting sneak peeks at uh, stuff that's not going to be on the live stream.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so keep an eye out for that. I haven't decided if I want to do that on YouTube or Instagram yet, but I don't know. You'll know when the day comes. Uh,
1: We'll spread the love.
0: Yeah. Besides that, you know where to find us online. Of course, Instagram. Of course, YouTube, but also Facebook and Twitter. But if you use Twitter, look up Punk Sumo because I fucked up the Twitter. Mm.
2: Quick
1: segue. Uh, Jake from GSB has stated that they are not, in fact, uh, what, what was the TV show that I said that they were? Red Dwarf? So GS or Jake from GSB said they are not red dwarf and instead insists that they are the IT crowd.
0: Okay. That's a whole other thing about like assigning each. Sumo podcast, its owned British sitcom. Yes. It, anyway, they just go on the internet and look for it, okay? Yeah. If, if you really want to know. Of course, if you like this episode, give us a rating. It helps other people find us. We have added new designs to our Redbubble store. And So how. check that out to... I'm going to be handing out stickers and all kinds of fun merch at the Rollertown tournament. So, you know, maybe you'll be lucky and be one of the people that gets a sticker before I run out completely.
1: <laughs> and we got a Kin Show banner, too.
0: Oh, yeah, we did get a Kin Show banner. Yeah. All right, that's the show. We'll see y'all later. Bye. Bye.